welcome to Podcast This Escape, the podcast where we talk about the escape room that we escaped from in the previous episode of this podcast. Guy and Paul, congratulations, you did it! Thank you. It, it feels it feels really good. It does feel good. You... It, I got to say, it felt hard. So then, now that we're finished, it was it a feels tough. This room. is the hardest room of the season. This is this is the. I'm, I was so relieved when at the start of the episode. Uh, Paul was like, I've done a lot of escape rooms. I've done escape rooms with Rose Matafeo in the UK. I've done them here. I was like, oh, good. We need that because it's a tough room. Uh, oh. This was, you did, you guys did great. It was a very hard room. Yeah, it's certainly, um, I feel like I've just uh, sort of performed some sort of mental exercise. Like, I, I have a very unexercised brain, I'm incredibly simple. <laughs> Uh, and I, I feel not physically or mentally drained, but certainly like I'm um, lithe and limber. Like if I went and <laughs> yes. looked at a Sudoku that I put down a month ago, I reckon I'd probably finish it. <laughs> Just straight away. Solve it in one second. Oh, nice. Was there any specific puzzle for both of you, either of you separately, that made you feel, oh, man, I am smart? Smart. There was definitely a moment. There was definitely a moment or two where I felt smart, and there was definitely the opposite of that. I think Paul, when Paul, <laughs> when Paul uh, put together the initial code with the hangman-style dashes oh, on yeah. the security pass, I was like, oh, I, well I think I would have had to sit by myself for a long time to get to the bottom of that. <laughs> I was very grateful to be in the company of uh, renowned bad boy Paul Williams. Yeah, but, but the thing is, I, <laughs> I think you saying hangman-style... Mm. That really helped because mm. suddenly it was like, oh yeah, it's le- like it's the letters. Well, this is the beauty of teamwork. Teamwork, right? you yeah. Can, you can stumble yep. into sort of um, clues or you know keys that can unlock things that y- the way that your brain processes of information wouldn't necessarily help to. Mm. But yeah, and and that's what we we talk to all of our guests about that same idea that so often like each individual player will have one half of the puzzle but not be able to get to the other half necessarily. So as soon as you start saying those things, right, as soon as you say, oh, I'm, this kind of looks like Hangman, the other person can take that and go, oh, my God, wait, if it's Hangman, it must mm. be yada, yada, yada. Like, it's, it is a really a team effort, these games. Uh, and the more you can communicate, the more uh, you can power through these puzzles. And you, go, and, you, and you two really did in a lot of them. It was great. Absolutely. Yeah, it's incredible, really. I'm not a very um, visual my imagination doesn't skew, especially visual. Like when I read, I don't necessarily mm. uh, see the rooms or the build. Like I see in soft focus yeah, sure. an idea of where we are. But the um, the escape room experience, like I really, I guess because it's immersive and that you're you're visualizing or imagining what you're moving through. I could really, uh, I experienced the the variety of rooms that we were moving through in a way that is some mm. traditionally quite unusual for me in my imagination. Oh, love that's that. awesome, and yeah, that probably helps having a bunch of small rooms with not too many things to focus on. Yeah, yeah. Like when you can say, yeah. "Cool, it's got a door, it's got some lights, everything else is just blur." So that's yeah. that, that might make it a bit easier. <laughs> Speaking of uh, that first room, I was really impressed with how you came inches away from solving the stairs puzzle without getting the flowchart to help you with the stairs puzzle. Yeah, yeah. That. Uh... I think it was just there was one word that kind of looked purple, like mm. everything yeah. was werplin. Wor- it's actually <laughs> yeah. a really satisfying word, werplin. It was, <laughs> yeah, it was presented in a, a in a fairly close way, but I guess knowing that we only had the 
that before that was before we even got to the number one with the alarm and the, the, yeah. the minimal number but of yeah, efforts. But yeah, having one of them that looks like the English word plus made it yeah. just that little bit harder to tell that all of them needed to be rearranged. Yeah. Mm. It's like when you pick up a kid's Rubik's Cube and you think, I could do this, but you, you can't do that. Because <laughs> when, yeah. you, when you move one lot of the colors, all of the colors move. Did you guys know that Rubik's Cubes are back in? Oh, really? They're, yeah, they're, yeah. They're, they're like a cool um, hip trend. Yeah. All of, all of the, well, I mean, I don't know a huge number of sort of tweens, but uh, <laughs> Rubik's Cube culture is sweeping aclo- across playgrounds in New Zealand. Wow. Oh. And it's all about the speed, baby. I do have one of my tutoring students as a speed cuber. There you go. I'm not surprised. I will say, if I have any memory of uh, being a child in primary school uh, or, or even high school, I'm assuming that means that within a month, Rubik's Cubes will be banned because, oh, if you spin <laughs> it too fast, you could put a kid's eye out. Kids are having fun <laughs> yeah, with a yeah. toy. We can't have that. It seems, my high school had Rubik's Cube contests. It seems like an incredibly I was not, I like, partake. wholesome and uh, practical fad. Mm. Um, when did you when did you feel like we were at our worst, Paul? <sighs> I mean, <laughs> I, I struggled with the creaky boards. I think. Yeah, we took yes. ages on the first yeah. to even discover that that was the pattern. We were just in a room for a long time listening to the wind. Yeah, without marrying it, it is to a what very, the wind represented. Mm, it is a really tough one, and I think mm. like the structure of it is like the first one is a big hurdle to overcome because as a puzzle, it's very, very simple. It's like there are four things and one of them isn't going. But what what is really difficult is like learning that that's what the puzzle is. Mm. Like it's, there's no, it's just a certain amount of time until you think, until you peg onto like, oh, that is what the air or that, that creaking sound could be representing. And that whole first section is just to try and let, like, help, have you learned that. It's just there to teach, like, hey, the creeks are bad and there is an order to them. Like, it's like a rhythm. Yeah. And then the real puzzle is the second part. But the first part takes longer. It's harder because it's and there to you, teach you the, what the rules are. Because you, you've experienced the same, you've done these same rooms, right, Bill, as an exercise. Mm-hmm. How did and how did you fare? Because you'd be you'd be flying solo. You'd just be sitting there thinking, "I, I wish it would stop creaking." <laughs> well, I am <laughs> almost I am almost exclusively doing these rooms by myself when playtesting them. But we actually had uh, one of our Patreon donors, uh, who's at the highest tier of our of our Patreon, came on to do the playtest uh, with me. So we did it together. Um, oh wow! So that was it was but nice, yeah, and I think one, I probably needed this it. one. Went through a lot of workshopping. It was tough because I had the same issue. Like I spent so long being like, "What are these creaks?" Why are they creaking? Like, mm. I didn't think it was going to be the solution. But once you get it, it's like, I really like that feeling of once I've found it, I then do, I then apply it you again. You got the second part really mm. quite And I think as, as did uh, mm. uh, you two, like, find, like, when you, like, you ask the questions in exactly the right way with that second part of like, well, why are we hearing that many things when there's only five of mm. them? We should be hearing one each or maybe there's enough oh look there are two gaps maybe we're hearing two each oh now we can break it up into one two one two one oh, two you one did break two that up like so you you guys did that in exactly the right way so yeah, i think but... once you get to the second part of that puzzle it's quite satisfying mm-hmm. the first one is such a hard leap to make it requires you to just make a leap and then one of the things that happened in the playtest was both playtesters said it really feels like there should be a third part to this puzzle yeah but that 
that does not work. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, so I, I, we, I'm just we going settled bit... on. Yep, all right, a third troll part. Yeah, just <laughs> just going through the um the notes. It really gives me a glimpse into how Moorish this kind of thinking and solving is. Mm. It's um, it's a very enjoyable sort of problem solving or escapism whereby you're you're using your brain like it's kind of my dream of using my brain but for nothing of value whereas usually <laughs> i'm just not using my brain <laughs> yes i don't i don't like to contribute to anything of value but i do like to use my brain and it's very difficult to find things that meet those very specific desires <laughs> I, I mean, mean, yeah, that sounds like escape rooms are very much for you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm learning that, that nice feeling. It like, but honestly, like you were saying at the start, it feels like exercise. It feels like you get to like play, like just like, oh, you know, I'm not. It's no no crazy stakes, but I get to just like work out these parts of my brain that I don't usually use yeah. day to day. You and know, that, that, that feeling of of cracking something that'll never get mm. old. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When you have that breakthrough, yeah. oh, unreal. <laughs> yeah it's it's like the reason society has developed to the extent that it has is because that is an enjoyable feeling solving yeah. a puzzle and your brain goes yes good work <laughs> here you go have some endorphins you did it it doesn't know that you're solving an irrelevant puzzle it thinks you're trying to find a new way to survive but it's, yeah. it's still very excited for you i'm really um i'm sort of excited and interested to, to see what lies ahead for alice Yes, I was going to say one thing. We should talk. On, we should go on to is what happens next. Yeah, so, because there are two uh, more episodes. Yeah, so Truman Show, he finishes on a boat and then he walks out. Mm. How do you think that's going to go from here? You're on the boat. Oh, I know. There's so much ocean because in reality, it's Waterworld, and we're going to change <laughs> movies to Waterworld, and you're just going to be wow. out on the ocean, and then you're going to find out Leilani has gills. And it's a whole big thing. Does that happen in Waterworld? Yeah, someone's got gills. Oh my god! Does that mean that um, Kevin Costner? You guys are going to get Kevin Costner in? Oh yeah, he's the he's the next guest. We're going to get him back to back episodes. That'd be wow. huge. I don't. I mean, I feel it's like because when you're doing it, it feels I have no gauge on how many more rooms we have to solve to to get through the episode. So it feels like yeah. um, it could run forever. I mean, I don't know how you're going to resolve this much. Yes, if you if you look back to the very start of the series, Alice has come a long way. But what lies ahead? I mean, the outside world is an entirely different mm. sort of kettle of fish, really, isn't it? I guess that you've got to imagine that people aren't satisfied by the fact that Alice has escaped. There's going to be people behind. You're going to be having to close yes. doors behind mm. you in some of the upcoming rooms, perhaps. Mm. Oh, do. You could you do like a, I wonder if there'll be, because I don't know what's happening. Danny does. So Danny has to be uh, sneakily quiet. What if there was like a Home Alone style room? It's like you finally, you know, you settle down, but the producers are back to get you. They kind of get <laughs> you back in and they're, and they're trying to come in through the wall. You've got to solve a puzzle so you can electrify the doorknob. Yeah, and yeah. Then they'll go, well, there's like, yeah, there's a, there's a big bowl of marbles on the. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's a you need the bounciest like marbles. So there's a logic room. puzzle. We're like green marbles will bounce less than blue marbles, but blue marbles <laughs> will only bounce if they have a cat's eye. And you're like, oh my god, I gotta get the bounciest marbles for this trap. Yeah, you're right. I really that... want to. I really want to partake in this conversation, you but can't. I can't. You'll ruin it for all can't of our listening audience. Two more episodes. I'm, it's gotta be. A I'm surprise. seeing a lighthouse. 
I'm oh. seeing like Ooh. we're gonna they're gonna boat along, and there's gonna be some sort of creepy lighthouse. Um, Do you think they're gonna need to turn the light on or turn the light off? Uh, probably turn it on because you got to signal for some sort of vessel to come, and that's like the actual get. Because you're not gonna. Like you can only row you can't so far. Row to freedom. So you need a you need a larger yeah. means of transport to actually yes, to get to yourself from the yeah set. yeah yeah to get to Fiji is where I think he's oh. trying to get in the Truman Show. Yeah, we get so we get yeah we get through Waterworld into Castaway. Yeah, yeah, yes. we're going through all the movies. <laughs> Episode nine, Waterworld. Episode ten, Castaway. That's it. <laughs> Series Alex. done. I also wonder. There's also like the sneaking suspicion in my head that like. Uh, Leilani's going to rescue you. Leilani's going to take you to shore and say, oh, we finally made it to the real world. And then look at you and be like, and how does that make you feel? <laughs> Do you, did you enjoy the process of that escape? Oh, don't you? Ha and then you're going to look and there's a camera in the corner and you're like, oh my God, oh, this yeah. was part of the show. I, like I, They thought, I, I let's spice things up with a fake escape. I could not stomach how sinister it would be if Leilani is a, a part of the whole. Like, I think I don't oh. trust her at all. If I'm going to be honest, <laughs> I, the, the way she she was pretty hostile when we wanted her to read some words on a chain, <laughs> and uh, yeah, she's an old lady. It felt like you were mocking her. Yeah, hey, okay. old lady, can you read? We weren't mocking. I just thought that she would bring a greater sort of sense of urgency and understanding to the fact that we're collaborating on mm. these solves. <laughs> She's helped us so much. The fact that she was um, pretty hesitant to help us there raised, raised some concerns for me. I hope you're wrong, mm. Paul. I don't want Leilani to be one of the baddies. Mm. If Leilani isn't a baddie, it'll be like the first time we've had a Patreon name in an episode who wasn't a terrible person. <laughs> So, oh, wow. so maybe, maybe we'll break the mold. And I'm yeah. sure we've done it once or twice, had a nice, but they're almost exclusively the villains. I mean, I don't even think all the people that you've met throughout this season have been particularly evil. Everyone we've met is evil. They're just getting paid to do an acting gig. Yeah, and no, evil. No, acting but it's, gig. it's what it represents. No job's just a job, Danny. Yeah. You have to think about the ramifications, the moral ramifications of the work being done. Gosh. Puffed. Puffed indeed. Um, yeah, I it was re I I really like this room. But I like the way it funnels. Late in a, a connected arc, there's always one weirdly designed room. And this was it. This was the weird yeah. room. Ah, you got okay. the one that was multiple rooms, weird little things, half of it completely in the dark. Yeah, you, you guys got the strange and therefore really hard one. Mm. It was, um, I loved that it, it was all going in one direction. Like there was, because sometimes in an escape room, you you're doing things you're finding things in the wrong order and you're but this one like everything was kind of ordered we ultimately did have to go back to mm. to go forward but um yeah, i really yeah. enjoyed that 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 there was not too much confusion over whether we were hitting the right way because it was like there was only kind of one way to go that's incredibly true. Yeah. It, it would be very stressful to be arguing over whether to go left or right. Yes. To then have a huge yeah. number of puzzles in both directions. Yes. And there was an, there was a thing that, that you said earlier, Guy, which I think is interesting in the design of this room, which is like, uh, although I think you were talking about the whole arc, but I felt it, I don't know if you guys felt it with this individual room of like, there's no understanding of like how much more there's going to be necessarily mm. in, the, in this room because it's like, mm. In some rooms, you get 
a goal. You see, like, this is my goal that I can see it. It's over there. And I am going to keep solving puzzles to get me closer to that, but I can see the end point. Whereas this one was less of, like, a, a yeah. specific goal and Your more goal just a direction. Just keep going. It was just keep going forward until you get out. Mm. And so, like, it was it was different. Like, if you think back to, like, the the wedding episode where it was, we know there are fireworks that need to go off and we can see the fireworks from from you know the first moment of the room you can we can see where they are and so we keep doing things and going around in different directions and spreading out because we know it's going to funnel down to that one moment whereas this doesn't have that this is just so a series of immediate goals of open the next door open the next door mm. like you're maxwell smart going down a hallway just mm. door 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 and see and just keep going until the hallway ends so i don't know it's structurally kind of different it was, and it's sort of just because it's so much of a story-based one, you know your goal is get to the end because friend is there. Mm, yeah. They're mm. at the end of the tunnel. But yeah, as a standalone one, just keep moving forward is a bit of a nebulous goal. Yeah. And I suppose it's... Did you did you struggle, Danny, when you were writing it to think like, oh, do I need to like make each door like more certain that like do, do you did you try and write around that feeling of like I want to make sure they they see they're making tangible progress? Eh. <laughs> sure. Like I I worried about it. Did I go out of my way to fix it? Not particularly. <laughs> All right, good. <laughs> Glad I brought it up. <laughs> oh. But I I was happy to be able to have that window there to make you feel like you had progressed to a new part that you had seen earlier. That was That is nice. That was the one thing that I cared about. Having the a window was the window sort of. did represent respite. Even like having, you know, just acknowledgments through the tunnels that the outside world exists. If we'd mm. been in the dark the whole way, even if you constructed the room the same but without external light, it probably would have felt more harrowing and less encouraging. I don't think there was light coming through that window other than... Well, I mean, but like, oh. so yeah, well, not necessarily light. light, but like even wind. Just, yeah. the, just the knowledge that the world yes. is bigger yeah. than the tunnels yeah. means that you feel as though you're doing something right. Did you like that it was a sea breeze when the sea was right outside? Oh, yes. Yeah. Well, I don't know if it's a sea breeze in the playtest. I can't remember. No, but that didn't in this, come up Yeah, that's nice. It gives you that feeling like you're getting close to the ocean mm. now from the yeah. sea breeze. And that like, yeah, that, that worked out quite well. I like that because it um, really gave us an insight into Paul's personal life and how the paint job on his car <laughs> is eroding because of his constant oh, trips to the yeah. sea. Well, also, yeah, we live we live right near the beach, and every time, even if the car is in the garage, I need to use the window washers because there's it's just salt, salt crusted on. Yeah. Well, I, my wheel alignment was quite badly out until recently, <laughs> and um, one wheel kept getting worn down quite quickly. And uh, the guy recently had a look and he was like, yeah, there's just a lot of sand under <laughs> like under your <laughs> wheels or whatever that was like throwing it off. What are you doing at the beach so much? Okay. Well, I'm just parking just there and I think the wind the is blowing the sand under my car. Well, you're parking at the yeah, beach. When, yeah, when you say you are parking on the beach, how on the beach are we talking here? I'm talking across the road. No, I'm not, I'm not driving onto the sand and parking there. Are you there. sure? Yes, I'm sure. Although, kind of a genius move for free parking, but um, the street is free there as well, so it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. <laughs> oh, um, look, yeah, I I really liked it. I'm excited to see what happens in the next two episodes. I don't know. I have no idea what's going to happen in the next two episodes. Um, but no, it, it was great fun. Uh, do we think there's anything else to talk about in this post-show episode? I am out of things to say. 
Do you I'm, guys have any other cool questions or comments? No, I'm 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 largely out of things as well. I I just like to say, um, thanks to Paul for asking me to do this because <laughs> Paul is a competitive escape roomer. He knows he's coming on a, an escape room that is going to be broadcast to the public, and he asked a dunce like me. <laughs> <laughs> it was um it, yeah, it was purely because uh, they asked if if I could get my brother Guy, and um he's he's sadly unavailable. And so I just thought... Uh, <laughs> unavailable due to prior engagements or unavailable due to your working relationship with Guy? Well, I he was unavailable via me knowing that he would annoy me too much during the escape room. <laughs> and so I thought, I can... They said, would Guy be keen? And I was like, yeah, I'll get Guy. And I got a different guy. Um, and that's a great example of the sort of lateral thinking you brought to yeah. the escape room itself. Yes. Um, yeah, this is that's that's some taskmaster thinking. Ah, the task says guy, but it doesn't specify which guy. Yes, so I can I, go and just I found get any the guy. loophole, and I I went with it. Well, I am very glad it was a very good loophole to find because the two of you were so enjoyable to have it on was together. A pleasure. It worked very well. It was lovely to 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 be able to meet both of you. Uh, yeah. It was great. Yeah, both uh, enormous enormous taskmaster fans, and I have been loving listening through. Worst idea of all time because I I had a lot of strong feelings about Sex in the City too, so it was it, it's been a really good experience <laughs> to hear you talk experience. about it a lot. Oh uh, yeah, you and me both. I um <laughs> I every day I like to think I've washed my hands of that movie, but um <laughs> you know I live in constant fear of Tim and our audience and you know what hell they can wreak on my life so I, I I appreciate that greatly thank you so much for having me on the show I really enjoyed it yeah thanks so much it's um yeah, it was lovely it's like so much work must go into that and it was it was really fun so so thanks heaps I'm so glad yeah uh now if our audience wants to find more of you we've talked about a lot of the stuff you do but uh where can they find you on the, on the internet, on social media, on other projects you're doing? Well, you can find me on, I use social media, even though I, I try oh. not to. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Guy underscore Mont. And, you know, in spite of my um, pretty weak plug for my own social media there, I'm actually dynamite on both platforms. I'm a real joy to follow. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, uh, yeah, I guess I'm also on, on social media. Uh, Paul Williams is my Instagram handle, and I wasn't as lucky on Twitter. Paul Williams underscore twelve is yeah, the Twitter. It's significantly less lucky. It's a lot, a lot worse. But um... not only were the first twelve Paul Williams is taken, but also the first eleven numbers without under. Like you had yes. to introduce an underscore. It's crazy. Yeah, no, it wasn't. It wasn't great. Um, but I am on there. I don't tweet much, so I don't really know why I'm you, plugging you it. You tweet pure jokes, though. You tweet some great jokes. Yeah, there's not a lot of admin going on there. Just the odd <laughs> occasional joke. Um, but, uh, yeah, apart from that, Taskmaster Season 2 coming I'm very soon. excited. Soon yeah, do we know soon, when maybe? that's around? Ooh, Sorry? excellent. That's not bad. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's quite soon. Um, awesome. I'm not sure exactly. June was a guess, and... I'm not great with dates, so um, <laughs> it might be July. Taskmaster 2 coming June 2014. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And um, Also, if you're listening uh, in New Zealand right now, we're in the middle of the New Zealand International Comedy Festival, in which both Paul and I have shows. So if you want to see us not nice. do escape rooms live, 
the option is available. Wonderful. Um, all right. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, for people uh, who want to find more of us, I mean, you found us already. You're listening to the show. Uh, but we're on Twitter at Ask This Podcast and Instagram is Escape This Podcast. Um, you can. Uh, uh, we also have uh, some other shows that we do. Uh, if you want to check out Solve This Murder, where I solve uh, murder mysteries that Danny creates, uh, or uh, Play This Game Live, which is our Twitch channel, uh, you can find links to all of those uh, at our big kind of umbrella website, consumethismedia.com. Uh, we also, uh, if you want to support the show on Patreon, uh, we have bonus episodes. We talk a little bit about the playtest in these last couple episodes. You can listen to that playtest if you're a $5 donor, uh, as well as other two-minute mysteries that we do and little other bonus puzzle things there. Um, and also, anybody who donates has a chance to appear as an NPC in one of Danny's rooms, like Leilani Kay mm-hmm. in this episode, and Mark Wasserman. Yep, uh, absolutely. Thank you for donating. I hope you enjoyed the characters you were, and that Leilani turns out to be a lovely person. Whereas Mark Wasserman, well, he's a certified bad boy. Uh, all right, well, thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you again, uh, Paul and Guy, for coming on and joining us. Uh, bye, everybody. Bye.